0: a new start a new month and we are full force into 2021 last week we talked about what to do when your practice is full but today we're going to talk about what to do if it's not and if your call volume has slowed down whoo over here in california We've experienced a lift in some of the lockdown measures and so that's kind of changed what people are doing. People are more out and about. They're less at home maybe, thinking more (laughs) about what's going on with them. So some of this stuff can, you know, if your call volume has slowed down, some of it can be due to circumstance and what's happening in your community. But I think there are some things you can do regardless of the situation. So I wanted to talk about those today. First thing, before you even delve into why is the call volume slowing, you need to check yourself. Look at your state. How are you feeling? Are you anxious? Are you scared, fearful? Are you excited? Do you feel calm and grounded? Because our energy is brought into everything we do. It's brought into the therapeutic work and it's brought into our marketing and our business work. So if call volume has slowed and we have an anxious state of being or very fearful state of being, when someone calls us, that is going to transmit over the phone, whether or not we think we hold it together really well. So we need to work on our own state of being, like kind of holding that grounded place of business has its ebbs and flows, and kind of affirming, I'm capable of turning the tide in this business. So really being aware of your state when you start approaching making any kind of decisions or changes in your business is super, super important. There are things you can do to change your state, affirmations, meditation, music, body work, body movement, um, talking with others, surrounding yourself with community that's positive, but that can really impact the call volume. Um, Time and time again, I've had people tell me once I released the fear and I, I started to just put my head down and do the work, things started to free up again and the calls started to come in it's not always a state issue sometimes it's um, what we are doing actively in our marketing that can create it but I just want you all to always first be aware of the state that you're bringing and the energy that you're bringing into your business next you want to look at data so a lot of times when the call volume slows down we assume something like oh it's my fee is one of the first go-to's you know people are not finding your website not because of the fee (laughs) they're not finding your website because you're not ranking right they're not calling you necessarily because of the fee unless you have it everywhere you know my fee is this my fee is this which most therapists don't have that emboldened on every page it's really more that people aren't connecting so first we want to look at some data like first how are you ranking are people even finding you then we want to see what the analytics look like how do they spend time on the website If they don't get off real quick that can tell us that maybe we're not ranking for the right things and if we do we aren't connecting with them right emotionally and connecting with the pain points so they feel like hey this is what I've been looking for so that data all that silly SEO stuff actually does really inform what changes we can make on our website so Google search console will tell us what we rank for So maybe we're ranking for something we don't even specialize in, or maybe we are really doing well on our ranking, but then when people come to the website, they don't hang out, they're not going to specialty pages and things like that. That can tell us what we can change in terms of our website, right? Or even on a directory listing, maybe you get a lot of calls um, from different directories um, and those have slowed. It could be that the directory has an influx of members and maybe the algorithm depending on the directory has pushed you down and so maybe you need to specialize more. So you've got to look at each platform and maybe that data that comes with it. Then you want to look at your marketing in the past three months. Oftentimes I notice this with my coaching clients, whatever they're doing this month will impact them in March, right? So what we do in February impacts us in March, but when we get to March and we're Doing all the things and something's not working. We think it's what we're doing right then and there But usually the marketing has a bit of a delay effect that we need to pay attention to so you want to do a review Of what marketing you have been doing an honest review of your marketing. Okay, so where have you been consistent? Where have you not been consistent? What tasks have been effective again data should be able to tell you if the marketing is working, right? So, oh, I'm blogging, but I don't know if it does anything. Well, are your blogs ranking? Do people visit those blogs? And does that blog have a call to action so that people know how to reach you easily? There's lots of things that we can look at in terms of the activity and then we can look at the data to correlate to say what's working, what isn't. So you want to analyze the past three months. And then from there, you want to look at where can I diversify my efforts? So sometimes we can kind of get in our shells and rely on online stuff and just doing the website. Others of us can really just focus on relationships and forget about all that technology stuff. But it's a balance between both, right? So you wanna diversify, making sure that you are building relationships as well as building your visibility in your community and online. So do people even know in your circle and the ways that people can refer to you do they even know that you have slots open do they know what kind of work you're doing do they know who to refer to you so simple things like reaching back out to old relationships creating new relationships finding new connections not just with therapists our community involves more than just connecting with therapists we need to connect with other providers because our clients who have anxiety depression um, fertility issues marriage issues they are all seeing other people to help with other pieces of that pie, right? So we wanna connect with those other providers to provide a more holistic support to them in therapy. So really looking at how can I diversify, eliminate the stuff that hasn't been working, again, based on data, and pivot to stuff, maybe trying one thing that's new this month to see if you can start doing that consistently, if it aligns with your strength, it improves your state, and it connects your marketing to the people that you need to reach. Then you wanna look at your last year's data. And if you have multiple years, if you've been in practice for a long time, it's really interesting. You will start to see patterns. For some of you, you may slow down in February. Some of you may have the busiest months in February. So you start to see patterns and then you can preempt those in the future. So right now, get out, your data from last year or the year before and compare. When did the calls go really well and when did it slow down? And then you can start to say, well, if my calls typically slow down in March, that means in December, January, and February, I need to pick up the pace a little bit to try to preempt that. So we want to look at some patterns and try to understand what kind of ebbs and flows for us so that we can make changes and adjust our marketing accordingly. It's really important that you're tracking your calls. This isn't just like based on assumption or a feeling because again, our state can distort how we feel about how things are going in our business and we don't always get quite the accurate, um, we don't, we're not great accurate data keepers because we're influenced by that emotional component. So I have coaching clients who will tell me, oh, call volumes have slowed and then we'll say, really? Let's go look oh, maybe the volume has slowed down, but we're getting more of the right people and they're converting higher. We're not looking at more people just churning in and calling. We want to spend our time with the right people, the people that we know how to help. So it's not just about call volume, it's about call quality, right? And reaching the people that we're passionate about providing great outcomes for. So tracking those calls is essential so that it takes kind of the emotional influence out of it and you can start to see, oh, I'm getting a lot of referrals from this one organization and they haven't been a good fit. I need to reach out to them. Let's get clarified and on the same page as to what's happening. Or, oh my gosh, this one doctor has sent a couple people. I've never met them before. I should reach out and connect. Though That kind of information can help enhance our marketing so that we're doing more of what works and less of what doesn't. I think it's also super important to get ideas from people who know you and like you and support you and and want to see you succeed i you got to run this fine line between comparison right and doing what everybody else is doing and you know i see posts like in facebook groups where people say i want to do psychology today has that worked for you well some people choose not to do psychology today because of their ethics and their lack of social justice. Other people don't have that privilege and feel like it's the one thing that works for them and they're afraid to leave it. Everyone comes from different perspectives on it. You've got to kind of get ideas and then you have to align them with your values, your strengths and the needs of your ideal client. So your marketing plan is gonna look totally different than your neighbors. But if you can get support from people who are like-minded and know that it's not about like, oh, you should do what I do they're more interested in giving you kind of that supportive creative juice flow that is super important too in our marketing the more people you have that get to know you the better um, you will be able to maintain that state of being calm and grounded knowing that you're well resourced and it's also good for our field because the more we share ideas and get creative around our marketing the better it is for our practices our outcomes with our clients. So even if the phone has slowed, maybe you're not one of those people that has a full practice. It's okay. There's room. There's always something that you could do or do less of sometimes let go of and get drawn to. And I would love to help you more with ideas. You can join our free community. We have over 15 hours of free training. Some of them even have CEs and we have a marketing masterclass coming up next month where it's all about, you know, honing in your marketing to get better outcomes and to get more income. It's that meeting point of getting the right amount of clients and then knowing that you can really serve them well, right? Because that's what we're here for. We're here to provide quality services to our clients. It reduces mental health stigma. When we help other people heal, that spreads out into the community in a ripple effect. So I am here to help you kind of heal your marketing, so to speak, and do it in a way that really does align with who you are and your values and speaks to that ideal client. So join us in the community. It's free, it's off of Facebook. So that means that when you're in there, you're just focused on the business stuff and then you get out instead of getting in there and then talking to some family and then finding yourself down some other rabbit hole. It's purely a community just for private practice building and we'd love to see you in there. If you have other ideas of how to improve your marketing, I'd love to hear them, post them below, and we will see you in the community.